baby! <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're absolutely right. Here, this kind of feels uh, maybe lazy a little bit. Welcome to Set Jitter Park. <laughs> some movie screenings. Why not, you know? Yeah, at that point, why not? It's got to be Saturday somewhere. It does sound familiar. It's hilarious. Say hello to my little friend! Hello! If you did like five shows on this movie. <laughs> my name is Tom Cohen. Oh, you uh, bite your tongue if this is not hold up. Cream corn tonight. Cream, cream corn, corn tonight. tonight. You are too kind. Too honest. It's a movie. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. How's the world treating you, sir? Uh, Good. You know, it was kind of free weekend and had some sushi today and fried ice cream, which I haven't had in a couple of years. Not on the Weight Watchers plan, but you know. Delicious. Yeah. I wish I had fried ice cream. I had like fried ice cream. Yeah, it was good. I was hoping to be more chocolatey, but I don't know. Just worse things in life. Yeah. No, of course. How are you? I'm, very, I'm good. I'm very sore today and oh. from nothing fun. Oh. I'm just the wife woke me up this morning. She's like, can you help my parents put away their uh, Christmas decorations? I was like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Then I'm going back to bed. And I went over <laughs> there. She's like, it's just a few boxes. It was like... 30 boxes up to and I don't mind doing it, you know, we're getting yeah. up there so I'm happy to help, but didn't like work out or stretch or anything so <laughs> it was like an hour of like manually lifting all these boxes into this huge thing in the garage and I'm like, alright, I'm good they're like, do you want like a soda or anything? I'm like, oh, just, just wa- water water? I guess I'll, I guess I'll drink water <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, but other than that, it's good everything's good, 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 good. a little chilly here, uh, oh. hopefully like two weeks what? By cold, I mean fifth. Sixty-eight. I was like, what? Right, <laughs> right. But um, yeah, so it's a it's a good uh, it's a good show tonight, though. I'm excited we're doing a show. We got a yeah. lot of cool things on deck. Um, did you watch this week's Boba Fett? Yes, uh, Book of Barely Boba Fett, as I call it. Uh, Mandalore uh, <laughs> Boba Fett. I mean, uh, he, he's in the bookends. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone miss Boba Fett at this point? Um, no, I think that's kind of the here's the thing, you know, obviously the past two episodes have been fantastic and the past two episodes have really not been about Boba Fett. He's not been in them. So I feel like there was maybe a, uh, the Mandalorian is kind of the Boba Fett that we always wanted and kind of dreamed about. And the actual Boba Fett or current Boba Fett is not, not the bounty hunter, you know, that we had in our mind. No, he has people split. He has fans of the franchise split. And I don't feel like people are really missing him. So just like, where has he been? What's going on? Yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, so it's been curious. And and obviously uh, there's a high amount of fan service, but I think it's probably pretty deserved. I mean, it's still, it's been an enjoyable um, past couple episodes. I think there's just one more left. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. And it's also good because I feel like they upped the game, which might be a little tough to do visually um, from Mandalorian. Like you can tell with Boba Fett, they're taking their time with the graphics. Uh, a little bit more and the attention to detail, um, which is kind of cool to see. I'm, I'm trying not to give away any spoilers. I'm not going to yeah. say what happened in the last one, but uh, it's with the fan service, pretty incredible. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, still, it's better than 90% of the stuff out there, even at its worst. You're watching, speaking of what you've been watching, you're watching uh, The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Yes. What is what is that? I've, I've seen uh, it's trailers. A, it's a Netflix TV series. So it's kind of, in the, do you remember a few years ago, Will, Will Ferrell uh, starred and produced with him. I think it's him and Kristen Wiig, kind of a lifetime but it was movie. Yeah. And, but they didn't quite right. hit because it wasn't, 
quite funny enough you know like it was kind of this mix and i don't think they quite kind of quite got what got what they were doing this one um i think will fair produced it as well uh they get it a little bit more on the mark and i think it helps that it's kind of drawn out and and there's been some i mean i watched it through uh, pretty quickly they're just like 30 minute episodes so um it's kind of amusing and of course and i guess i draw i draw it out because i stop every five minutes to try to find a location uh, <laughs> you have to your eyes train for that yeah yeah you know did you find uh, a lot of locations yeah i found most of them um and then of course uh thou shall not be named published a lot of them already but uh but there's one that wasn't on there so but i was like because i recognize it from it was also a location from return of the living dead part two so i'm like oh i know i know oh. that i know that alley i know you know that alley and that film very well i've yeah. seen your entry on that so and you don't want to mention those we can't name but we can mention those we want to name <laughs> and that's setjetter.com robert's website which i believe and agree with most people it is the best of its kind out there so very kind. but, but yeah, yeah so, i think you should match those up because uh i know you know those locations well and i'm, I'm very anxious to see what you come up with yeah so i'm anxious to uh and actually i did post one already just because it was the same location from i am the night um so it's an easy location to find but i had pictures already ready to go for that one so oh actually was, that's i'm sorry that was for pam and tommy not yeah that was pam yeah. and tommy i did see yeah. that one in the shot you matched it up perfectly it yeah. worked out very well just yeah i just happened to drive by at the right uh, you did. It was awesome. Uh, Pam and Tommy, we've both watched the first yeah. three episodes that they released. Correct. Yeah. And uh, I think it's I think it's um, it was very big in the 90s when that happened. And I think it in the vein of American Crime Story, although that was not as good as Pam and Tommy entertaining wise. Um, it's kind of fueling this, this 90s nostalgia kick that we're seeing. There, there's yeah. a few more coming out, too. But I thought it was a good so far. So good. Yeah, um, I was I was kind of watching it to I was like, I really had it it's not going to interest me or anything like that, but um, I've kind of enjoyed it a little bit more than I thought. So um, Lily James, I think is fantastic. I, I think she captures uh, Pamela Anderson pretty well. I think she nails it. And the guy that plays Tommy Lay, his name's escaping him, but I think Sebastian Stan, Sebastian Stan does a great job of uh, much better looking than Tommy Lee in 1993, <laughs> I'll, uh, 94. I'll say yeah. that. I don't remember exactly what he looked like. I mean, uh, but, you know, good for them. You know, he got all the tattoos. He's out there in a thong most of the. <laughs> As a conversation a with of, his penis. A lot of the time. Yeah. So there's some, I should say, weirdo things. But I'm like, oh, I wasn't quite expecting that from a, a Hulu series. But right. good for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's probably going to play out more of the 90s kind of uh, the things that were happening in the 90s, 90s fads, 90s kind of pop culture references like they did a lot of those in the first three yeah um, especially with the wardrobes and stuff and the haircuts so uh, i always like that it's kind of a trip down memory lane to yeah, remember yeah. how bad we looked in the 90s oh gosh lots of pastels and lots of it makes me clothes. wants to have you know like next year shannon and tori you know like <laughs> sure right exactly let's just revisit everything just do everything did you feel bad for pamela anderson's character or pamela um i did um and it was interesting each episode is a little bit like uh i think it was the second episode they really made tommy look like an ass you know like <laughs> they yeah. uh i was like oh this isn't good for him and so um but yeah it'll be anxious to kind of see how this continues to play out and, and will it run out of steam i'm not sure but it, it's yeah. been interesting because uh back then we had pieces you know of what happened but we didn't have this 24 7 coverage or videos constantly of uh everything kind of going on so 
and I'm sure there's a lot of artistic uh, creativeness. Go, yeah, take, oh, taken yeah. with this. So, oh sure, I do like the the uh, the reference of the World Wide Web and the internet. How it was new oh, in yes. infancy. Then they're talking about it like you have no idea what's going to happen. Dial up noise, like oh, it's going to oh, take a few so minutes, yeah. <laughs> and the <It> slowly is- <laughs> loading picture. <laughs> It is funny. They did that American Crime Story impeachment, too, when they show the Internet. And you're like, it really was like that. It was. My favorite was in uh, Captain Marvel uh, when they put a disc in and she's like, it's spinning. And she's like, what's going on? Whatever. You're like, this is is what we have to do. We have to wait for it to. (laughs) We have to wait for this to load. (laughs) This is bad. But uh, yeah, Uh, so they're releasing one episode each week. I think so. I think they did three out of the gate to get people excited and then uh, probably one a week. So which which I get because uh, when you have these kind of throw them all out at once is exciting. Everybody kind of binges it the first week and then I think it's kind of gone, you know, gone. Right. Yeah. So we'll keep everyone posted on that. I know you're if you're watching it, listeners, uh, curious what you have to say. Tweet us at the underscore podcast and follow, follow Robert on Instagram at set underscore Jetter. So what do we got tonight, Robert? What's the topic of the town? Um, so we're into TV shows, of course. And so this time we're doing Time Will Tell. And that means good shows that are currently on, but could still potentially go downhill. Always an interesting and rocky topic, too, because sometimes some seasons could throw you for a loop. And other times you're like, oh, well, there goes that. That's yeah. done. The, uh, um, it's interesting. I don't want to say jumping the shark, but it does happen. So it's when it shows happen. kind of wear out their welcome. And then, um, and now there's kind of a new thing where shows ended kind of on a high point and then they bring them back and possibly have ruined it later. But I think that might be another episode. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> and also usually jumping the shark, uh, not always, but a lot of times it's usually bringing in another character, a child or something like ba- that. A baby would really make the sitcom. Yeah better you know, ratings are tanked let's let them have a kid in there because people like screaming kids and crying and then they okay. usually age the child five years or they yeah. bring back a character from the past that kind of needs money again at this point so it's always fun it was always like like even family ties did it like they just need to think about you know like these kids if you want a seven seasons you know you make a you get the eight-year-olds you know or whatever that they're going to see them through versus like well, we didn't anticipate we're going to lose Michael J. Fox in two years when it goes to college, you know, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, they don't think they just throw it out there. Uh, but I, I put the crown for my number one. Um, this I was kind of hesitant to put there because I really, it has limited amount of series. There's two left. It's been pretty consistent. And because it's based on factual kind of events, mm-hmm. I really don't think they have much room to go downhill. But uh, I will say things that were praised in the last season, there was also a lot of, Things that aspects that kind of sour the series a little bit. So um, it's very delicate when you're dealing with the Royals and Princess Diana. So we'll see. But it's it's been good so far. So okay, I like it. I'm on. I'm partway through season two right now. So I'm a I'm a late comer to this. Um, but I've heard good oh. things. And season one I thought was really good. And then I could season two has been a little bit more. Um, uh, I really have to pay attention. Uh, <laughs> Cause it's not quite as snapping along um, as right. the others, whatever. And then I'm, I'm anxious. I'm not going to do it. I'm anxious. I do want to skip ahead to, uh, you know, to see uh, Margaret Thatcher and <laughs> that I era. I always thought <laughs> that women in the workplace were never going to be as good as your husband. Will somebody do a mashup of her as Margaret Thatcher with Hannibal? Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> where they're like across from each other talking. I think somebody, it, it's got to work somewhere, you know, because she was his therapist in Hannibal. And I'm like, it's, it's just got to be done. Well, I will say with the crown, Claire Foy, her um, mm-hmm. portrayal, I think is the best one. I think season one and two are my favorites of the whole thing so far. It's just interesting. And you know what I like about the crown is they, they know how ridiculous the importance of the royal family is to a degree. So they embody that with the characters of the butlers where they're like, we certainly could not have you go out there, ma'am, and talk about the new dog without consulting with us. Like they, they play on that. The whole thing is kind of a, a joke yeah. to, to modern life. So um, it's an excellent series, but I'd be curious yeah. how you think about the other. The other yeah. Series. It might take me a little time to go through, but it's kind of a, a good, good night show, you know, like right before bed. Right. Ease into the sleep. Yeah. Ease into it. Um, so my first one I put was Handmaid's Tale. Yes. So it's been pretty good, and it's always kind of goes. I'm like, what are they going to do next? And last season was probably a little bit different than the others, um, and they had to do something different because they ended a couple seasons and like, and she she's going out, she's leaving, and she just doesn't, you know, like for right. one reason or another. You're like, come on. Um, and so, but then you kind of don't want her out because then I'm like, okay, now she is in Canada, and uh, like now. Now what? You know, like, where's this right, kind of going to happen? The conflict is not as uh, fun, I guess, or kind of uh, engaging. So, um, yeah. so that's why I kind of put that there. And like, it's been good uh, for the most part. They have a high quality, um, but I just need, we just need to see where it's going to actually end up. Agreed with you on that one too. I feel like Handmaid's Tale has been kept fresh longer than other series would have at this point for something so like um, novel and interesting. Mm-hmm. They did a good job of keeping it, you know, alive and keeping your interest. I wanted to bring uh, Faye Dunaway. She she was in the Handmaid's Tale movie way back when. Right. Yeah. Um, so the I original. Think they, yeah. Like they need to get back her in there somewhere. So. Yeah. No, I agree. Storming in at the end, the, the, the last uh, episode of the season. <laughs> That's what they need I'll to do. fix this. I was like, right. yes. They need to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Handmaid's Tale is a good one. Robert and I both have down the Mandalorian. Um, two seasons in. Be very interesting to see uh, what they do with this. And because there are so many Disney spinoffs and new shows coming out, mm. uh, Obi-Wan and, and Boba Fett now, uh, be curious to see if the brand gets saturated or what happens. But that's yeah, a great, great. I pick. think, I guess we, we probably t- trust, it was at Dave Filoni and. Um, uh, On Favreau? Yeah. Um, yeah. They're taking good care and shepherding this. So they're not, I guess they're probably leaving, leaving other people. Uh, <laughs> Out of the yeah. room, I, I know she's still an executive producer, but I'm like, obviously, I feel like her finger is not in it. Otherwise, this could have gone completely awry. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they hit the right amount of uh, getting back to that 1977 Star Wars environment that we still want to live in, that um, the sequel, the prequels and the post-trilogy sequels never quite got that flavor. And they have it. So no. that's a really good point, too. It's kind of like reliving your childhood through a, a home movie or something. And you're watching this as if everything seems familiar, that world. And I can't praise John Favreau enough for coming out of the woodwork with the Mandalorian season one. When that came out, you're like, oh my gosh, it's, this is changing it. But yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. with it. You know? I, I, I can't imagine that it's going to go um, <laughs> too astray, but um, I trust them so far. You too. I put down Curb Your Enthusiasm for mine. There's a little bit of an asterisk there. The show's been on forever. It's argued there's really nothing they can do downhill. It is what it is. The format will never change. But a lot of the humor, I can see they're kind of tailoring to today's culture. Um, 
some, some, sometimes it works very well and they're making fun of it. And other times it, it, it feels like uh, sometimes and I love Larry David, but it feels like just kind of a tired old man trying to yeah. still be funny. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. Some of it doesn't land like it wanted to, but so I have, um, I have we'll never see. watched it. Actually. It seems like my type of show, but I have not watched it. Like, did you like Seinfeld? I did. And uh, it's such you say that somebody, a friend just sent me a screenshot of Seinfeld. I'm like, is that still holding up or is it awkward? <laughs> it, you know, it is yeah, like, well, right. there's some parts that are not holding up well at all. And then there's still kind of some laugh out loud moments, but um, but true. yeah, it's not quite a, it, it's, it's like, it's like friends and probably all of our must see TV from back then. You're like, whew, it was, it's a lot funnier at the time. But. Right. Yeah. There's some episodes that just don't check out and yeah. episodes that hold up. But yeah, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is like, I guess, an adult version of Seinfeld. The, yeah. It was HBO. They could use language and more sex stuff. So it's kind of like that, but it's uh, it's funny. But we'll see. We'll see oh. where it goes. That, may, that made me think that we should have a whole other category of HBO shows that never die. That they just keep like, why do you keep pushing our list? Forever. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> uh, what do you have for your next one? Uh, the boys, the boys. Um, so I've really enjoyed that. So I'm not not too familiar with the comics, um, but uh, but I liked kind of what they did with it. It was kind of um, I see a darker take on our superheroes, but um, but yeah, so I like it and graphic, yeah, and, and scary. I like the boys. Boys reminds me. Uh, do you watch the Peacemaker? I have not watched that. I have. I was at the dentist and, and, and John oh, no. Cena. Yeah. was like, uh, you know, when you're back in the chair and they have good morning America on them. Yeah. And, uh, but I was, had my eyes closed. So I was just kind of listening. And he said on HBO max, like no less than seven times in two minutes. And I'm like, you've got to be getting paid every time you throw that out there. I'm like, I, it must yeah, be. we, we know it's on HBO, you know, like HBO max. <laughs> it just made me not want to watch it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, the promotion for that's probably pretty yeah. crazy. It reminds me a lot of the boys. Uh, I'm curious okay. uh, how that holds up, but boys is a good one. I do enjoy that show. And with everything going on, uh, new shows developing, I, I I'm curious as well, how that holds up. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Season three, I don't think starts till June. So we have a little bit of a wait. So that's the hard thing about some of these are fantastic shows and we have year waits <laughs> in between them, but I'd rather have that than a, they bloated out to 22 episodes that I would too. I, I don't mind taking my time and appreciating the pause and savoring it more and waiting, you know, if it's done right, Absolutely. it adds to the weight. Uh, I have American crime story for mine. American crime story is a little bit of a different thing. It's mm-hmm. every season is different, like American horror story, but it started off out of the gate with people versus OJ. I think the best mini, one of the best mini series ever. It was just fantastic. Then they did Versace, which wasn't as good, but still an interesting story. And then they went to impeachment. So I felt like they're going down and they need to do like an actual crime crime, like a John Bonet Ramsey or Menendez Brothers or something. Oh, yeah. With like a uh, police chase, uh, you know, a case. I mean, like it's, it's kind of getting a little bloated. Yeah. Well, impeachment itself was they, they could have cut out three or four episodes of that. It was like yeah. too much. And we just kind of like they're really it was bloated at the end. I'm like, just let's, let's end this. You know, like we, uh, we, we all know it's it. kind of happening. So, um, and it, it, it felt like the hotel room scenes were like in real time. I was like, it was 24. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I got to call my dad. I'm going to call my dad. He's going to call a lawyer. Let's talk about this. I'm like, that hotel scene was an entire episode. Yeah, well, that's the thing. She'll be here in an hour. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be an actual hour. <laughs> yeah, that was drug out way too long. Um, but um, so I just love Sarah Paulson. So um, yes, rotate, rotate, <laughs> rotate. She is great. Um, uh, if she wasn't in that, I probably would have watched the first episode. Yeah. Um, so or I would have watched past it at least. Yeah, no, um, she, she definitely made it for me. So I don't know if they have another one lined up or not. I haven't met yeah, curious. It was supposed to be New Orleans, the aftermath of oh. Hurricane Katrina. And I guess gotcha. that got nixed. So we'll see. Might, might've been too expensive to do. I don't know. Could have been. But, uh, what do you have for you, sir? Um, so I had Ozark, which Ozark. just had its first half of the second last season yeah. uh, uh, out there. Um, and so, and, and they also have like kind of almost a year in between. I'm like, Oh, I can't quite remember how everything ended. And so, uh, the, uh, this final season, uh, the first episode kind of started slow and then it ended like on such a bang, um, that I was just like, Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't wait. And there's actually a, a moment of a character yelling that I literally, like I jumped out of my skin that it was like, so wrong. Yeah. That I was just like, (sighs) I don't think I've experienced that, uh, before, but I was just like, and then, and it must not be me because I said other people <laughs> posting an image of that. And I'm just like, yeah, there was something about it. I'm just like, I, it was not acting. It was just real. What does that tell you? I don't know. And apparently Madonna tweeted out a spoiler, but. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you mentioned on the last show. Yeah. So I'm not sure what it was, but yeah. So Madonna's watching. So there you go. Madonna's watching. So it's, yeah. you know, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I have done Cobra Kai for mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would argue Cobra Kai at this point is better than the, the films. Uh, I really would. <laughs> I, I do think like the Cobra Kai series as a whole is more enjoyable than Karate Kid. Any of the first ones um, just for the characters. But they're uh, Karate Kid three. <laughs> watch out. Uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, we'll see how it goes. I, they, they, it's getting kind of there's a lot of split groups going on there yeah it's teetering on uh it kind of danced around that line um of uh, a little bit too too spot on and jokey and stuff like that and this past season probably they danced over that line more than they should but yeah it's all in good fun and i see some people don't like that jokiness i mean they they, they want a serious karate kid uh well, see i which, like the jokiness yeah well i think yeah no it works otherwise if they take it too serious then it, you have Karate Kid 3. We're like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> you know that Ralph Macchio is older than Terry Silver? I did see that, which it's either genetics or I don't know what. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Take- I mean, I look I look younger. Maybe not now, but I look younger yeah. for my age a long time. So I can see that. But I would not put that together. Uh, so in Karate Kid 3, he was older than yeah. Silver, which is crazy. Well, how old, wasn't he, was he 20-something in the original Karate Kid? I mean, he looked young, young for... Well, he was, he was, he was, yeah, yeah, he, he was, he was in his twenties and, uh, but he played the high school student. Yeah. But then, but if you look at the storyline, Terry Silver was supposed to have served in Nam, which means by 89 (laughs) at the latest, he would have been like 34 at at like, you know, so it's, it's crazy that, that it's Um, funny. Yeah. How old is that actor? I don't even know. He's only a year older. uh, Ralph Macchio. Okay. I think they're like 60 and 59. Well, how old was he supposed to be in uh, Credit Kid Part 3? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because he yeah. was out of school then. Yeah. 
So he could, he probably was right after high school because in Karate uh, Kid Part Two, he went to Japan, you know? Yeah. When, uh, when Ali went to college. So you figure gotcha. he's 18, 19. Yeah. And then he gets back and the events follow that. So at best a year, he's probably okay. 20, 21. Okay. But Terry Silver should, should have been I, 34, I mean, 35. At correct. The yeah. Cause I was, I was 19 back then, I think. <laughs> right. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Well, he, he could be making up his age too. You never know. He was a psychopath. It's Hollywood. What do you It's Hollywood. What do you have for your next one? Um, I have yellow jackets. So current, they just finished season one. Um, did you watch any of it on? Yes, Showtime? I did. Yes. Okay. It's, I you, thought it was great. Yeah. So it, it kept me on an edge. I didn't know quite th- where things were going. And we talked about before, like it, this could very easily slip down the lost path. No pun intended, but yeah, uh, a lot of parallels. Yeah. So, but right now the, the standouts are the acting. And so they have to keep that, that going. So I'm curious to kind of see what, what they're going to do for season two. So this could very well spin out of control, but so far, so good. So far, so good. A lot of Lord of the flies ish kind of vibes. And mm-hmm. I can see exactly what you're saying with loss. So I'll be curious how yellow jackets goes. Yeah. Cause there's some, you know, like they, uh, it, it takes place a couple decades ago, but we, we, we certainly weren't like we sh- they should have been able to be found by now, you know. I, I kind of over I didn't overlook that, I just stopped pretending. I was like, there's they absolutely would have been found, yeah. But even in we, Lord we'll, of the Flies, it's like the Coast Guard would have found them <laughs> in like two minutes at some you know? point. At Cast somebody, they somebody had to, yeah, somebody had to been at that beautiful beach at some point, right? Like it would have <laughs> happened. Um, what do you have for your next one? You have Dead to Me. Yes. So which I think one is Dead to uh, Me? So Dead to Me, that's um, Christina Applegate. Uh, they had a couple seasons. Um, kind of similar. Yeah, season one is p- still probably better than season two, but they've kind of kept it going. Um, and I don't know if they have a third one coming or not. So it's one of those that gets a little bit, but it's one of those they ended every episode. I'm like, shit, now I need to watch, you know, the next, you know, they drop some little thing, bomb, and they're like, and the credits, and I'm like, Damn it! I need to go to Left bed. Hanging. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch any of it? Or I have. I have okay. only like one or two episodes, but it was good. Gotcha. I like Christina Applegate a lot. Yes, I think she's great. Um, uh, very much. I, I picture what did like I? A big hate? blueberry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the flight attendant, uh, which I, I was like, oh, this would be much better with Christina, Christina Applegate doing it than the actress that they had. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like that was kind of made for her, but I was just like, I am not. I think that, her, that character would have been more likable if it was her, but. I agree. I agree with your assessment, Robert. Good point. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to, I feel like now that there's, it's ripe for a reboot of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. and It's ripe. It's absolutely yeah. ripe. Yeah. Right. Uh, what, um, what was the name of the place that her boyfriend worked in there? The fast food truck? Oh, thing? I don't know. That's now it had a, that gimmick. Yeah. That's yeah. now a Chipotle. <sighs> Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen. <laughs> I'll be right on that, Rose. I, I still say that. Yeah. I'll be right on that, Rose. Um, um, I have the Mayans for mine. I was running out of things to put on this list. <laughs> Apparently, I don't even know what the Mayans is. So Few, few do. <laughs> My, Mayans is after Sons of Anarchy. It's the prequel. I'm sorry. It's the sequel uh, okay, of uh, gotcha. Sons of Anarchy about gotcha. the Mexican motorcycle gang. Um, it's more ambitious. It's less, uh, they take their time more, I think. So if you live in Southern California, I think you'd get a lot of the references. You would get them too, Robert, because you're kind gotcha. of a Southern California man. 
But um, yeah, it's it's been pretty consistent, pretty good. Uh, Kurt Sutter's doing a good job. He's the showrunner. But like Sons of Anarchy, it, it's teetering on. It could go downhill pretty quick. So we'll see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, What's your final one? My final you. one is You. So they've yeah. had three seasons so far. So I was kind of a latecomer to this. Um, and then I think they were announced you season two is going to take place in LA. And I'm like, Oh, I better watch that. I better watch season one, uh, which took place in yeah. New York. And so I kind of binged that. And then, uh, I think, yeah, right after season two came out, I, I ran out to LA to, <laughs> to get those get locations. So, um, and then did season three after that, but, um, but nice. yeah, so, uh, Penn Badgley, um, it's, it's a young Dexter more or less, you know, for not I mean, they're doing oh, they're killing in the different wells, but there's there's voiceovers and he's like, oh, I wasn't expecting, you know, like you just live inside his head. So oh, um, it's okay. almost a little too dexterous for that way. But uh, Penn's nice to look at and it's been kind of, it does kind of go off the rails a little bit. Season three, like, oh, this is a little ludicrous. <laughs> but can you think of a show like that that you've watched that you think, OK, this reminds me of so and so or what and what? And then you ended up liking the show you're watching better than the one it reminded you of. Like, what's yeah. an example of that? I'm trying to think of one. I'm, I'm well, blanking. it could be, you know, like if, if, if Penn Badgley goes at the end to be a, a, a lumber guy in the Northwest, I'm like, oh, crap. You know, but, better call Saul's kind of doing that with me. I, I'm it? enjoying it better than Breaking Bad. Okay. Well, that's not as good of a show by any, well, it's, it's, a, it's the same universe. So yeah. writers, but, um, it's there's more interesting characters than Breaking Bad. Where Breaking Bad had one or two or three in a season that were like, wow, these are great. Breaking Soul is kind of all over the place, and I think I like that a lot. So, gotcha. Is Breaking is, do they have like truncated episodes? I mean, are they do do they like ten episode seasons or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's like I think it's more. I think they did like twelve or something like okay. that. Um, but it's cool because each um, I'm not giving any spoilers away. Each um, season starts off an opening sequence of uh, Saul Goodman after the events of Breaking Bad, living in Omaha um, and working at Cinnabon. And it's really interesting how they do that. And then they cut to before. So it's cool. Make sure you want to go to the Omaha Mall Cinnabon. I'll tell you that much. Do we have a Cinnabon in uh, Omaha Mall? I don't think we do. I don't know. <laughs> I, I should know this. I know, but yeah, there's probably uh, fans flocking to the Cinnabon. <laughs> You know, there were, there really are still malls open in America. I don't know who goes to them, but they're there. We, they exist. We, we have one. I get one. I'll call it traditional mall. I mean, it looks like a mall, and yeah, and so forth. Um, but then I think more. I don't know if you call the outdoor malls kind of malls, or rather, they, they're called malls, but it's not quite the same. Right. Yeah, like a galleria kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Right. So interesting um but yeah so um yeah but so those, those are the ones i thought you know these are ones that i really like right now but don't turn on me yeah i think you have a great list there time will tell so we'll have to save this and revisit this in a few years and see if it's still there like why did we think why did we think that <laughs> oh time will tell but yeah so, so we're, we're on tv now so we're the listeners we're gonna be keep keep coming up with new segments like this each week which is fun I, I've also been watching, I think they have like six episodes out or something, Abbott Elementary, uh, which kind of feels like it's, it's missing, it's filling that void of modern family and uh, kind of shows like that, which is kind of classic 25 minute humor in and out. Right. You Grandma need that. can watch it. Yeah. You need that. Yeah. And it still has like laugh out loud moments for me. So I like. Yeah, no, you, you definitely need that, Phil. 
I'm filling that void with the Office Superfan episodes they just oh, released on Peacock. I did not know that was a thing. Like they do seasons one through four, and there's bonus footage they never edited in there. Mm. And you can see why a lot, you know, it's for pacing. But if you're a fan of The Office, they give you like these gems you've never seen. You're like, this is hilarious. You know, I need to check that out. So sometimes they have the outtakes or yeah. um, I love <laughs> whenever I need a lot to laugh at something, I like to watch the, the uh, either outtakes or kind of the, the long rolls of uh, oh, it's Melissa, the funniest. Melissa McCarthy and This is 40 and the principal's office. <laughs> oh, and yeah. she's just rattling off all these. And, just and, going. Yeah. And, and the other cast members can't keep their, can't stop from laughing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so those are my, I just love, you know, cause, and it, I'm sure it's to be hard to choose like, which, which of these do you, <laughs> do you put in the movie? Do you do it. Yeah. It's like editing a Robin Williams movie or a John Candy movie or something. It's like, what, what do I use? Like everything was improvised. Jim Carrey, you know, uh, sometimes the gag reel is just a, a, a gem to find, you know, for some movies you're like, this is just gold. Right, they used to put them at the end of movies. Uh, I know that was fun. Burt Reynolds movies, in particular, <laughs> they'd be all the the outtakes and. Yeah, what kind of car does he drive? <laughs> yeah, uh, he he was he was so cringeworthy to watch too. If you watch the outtakes of Smokey and the Bandit, where Sally Field like messes up and she goes, "That that that's my line. That's my line." And he's like, "Yeah, no, no, I like it. I kind of like it. I kind of like your line. I kind of like that you said my line, you know." And you're like, "Oh, this is just so bad." He like, could do. He could do whatever he want. He was, you know, he was smoking. He was, <laughs> no, he was the bandit. He was the bandit. Uh, and then I think he part three, he did a cameo, one of those kind of uh, Bruce Willis cameos where she. I don't think he was really anywhere. <laughs> yeah, do kind of one flash yeah. scene and stuff like that. So I've been watching. Um, Red Letter Media has a whole episode on uh bruce willis sellout movies where he gets paid a million dollars or two to show up for a day uh, and is hardly any other actors are with him and he collects his paycheck and they make kind of the movie around him yeah he's done that for a lot of movies yeah i think there's been like 11 or something in the past two years uh, yeah that <laughs> he, he's like a higher end nicholas cage now nicholas cage yeah. shows up for like a week of work gets paid like a million bucks and does that like 11 times a year. Yeah. To pay off the IRS. Does Bruce, does he owe somebody some money? I don't, I don't know. Pretty well. Cause he owned like planet Hollywood and all that. Ooh. <laughs> didn't they sell that though? For like, didn't they get pretty, didn't they get some bank with that? I think so. But then I don't, did anybody buy it though? I mean, the listeners just, right just now gonna... are looking up Bruce Willis's net worth. So I'm just going to tell them what it is. Do you to see you maybe, maybe guess, Robert? I, I have no idea. I feel like he should be in the in the black, but if he's in the red and he has to make these these horrible movies, I don't know. Twenty twenty two reported net worth is two hundred and fifty five million. Jeez. So Who, I don't I, even I don't even play the net worth game. There are some people that are worth like four hundred million, and I'm like, like Carrot Top is worth like a hundred million. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> Emilio Estevez is worth like 20 million. I'm like, how is that guy? Oh, they can't in in their house. Maybe, you know, if they property, maybe. Oh, could be. Could be. Maybe maybe that's it. He just needs to pay property tax. I can imagine. uh, Let's say for all of Bruce's, uh, whatever he owns, the property tax alone. And yeah, Die Hard 18 is not happening. So (laughs) you do what you have to do. Um. I didn't know if you want to get down this rabbit hole, but I put together a list of the biggest movie plot holes of all time. I've not, not a complete this. list. Yeah. yeah. I would but, dig, dig into some. So, all right. 
Well, there's not everyone in here. I'm not a big movie plot hole guy. I just try to enjoy the film. I suspend my belief. You know, people watch movies like Halloween. They're like, how is he able to drive a car if he was institutionalized? I'm like, well, well, first of all, he could have done it a million ways. It's not that hard to look at a car and realize how. And second of all, it's a fucking movie. Like, enjoy it. You know, you know, this just, came, this just came up for Halloween Kills. Uh, <laughs> today I was talking to somebody. I oh, said, really? well, in the extended cut, you know, that um, Lori's calling Karen and, and you know, the phone ring, you see the, the cell phone ringing. And I was like, I don't know if Michael ever saw a cell phone before, you know, or <laughs> did he know how to answer? How he, yeah. he answered. They didn't show that. Uh, so maybe it was a, a cut scene of him, like for 10 minutes trying to. Hello. Hello. <laughs> they should have him texting, but all the text yeah. runs together without spaces. You know, like an old person. I was just say, do this stereotypical. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Michael's on Zoom. Uh, Halloween my, 60, by the way, you asked me to, you mentioned uh, it in the last show. It's it's hilarious. I don't know. I just, <laughs> oh, it's, it's yeah, there's there's some cringeworthy moments, but there's enough in there that just makes you know. <laughs> it makes you Because yeah. I wanted to kill him <laughs> again. <laughs> And he's the, the scene where they're looking up and he's in the hospital room. But he has like the oxygen, you know, like the oxygen yeah. mask. And he's <laughs> I don't know. Once I saw the knife spinning, you know, in the in the trailer, he spins the knife to hold it. Uh, in, the, in this trailer, he spins it and it goes flying. I don't know. It's the little things in life. It's the little things in life. Uh, but movie plot holes, these are ones that have dogged uh, cinema goers and movie makers for years. Um, I'm going to tell you the movie, what the plot hole is. And if I found any explanation, I wrote it down. Robert, if you speak up, if you have any comments or, you know, okay. ex- explanations. Yeah. So uh, Shawshank Redemption is the first one that comes to mind. Uh, how did he pin? How did Andy Dufresne? Oh, spoiler alert, people, if you haven't seen these movies. <laughs> what? How did, Andy Dufresne, what? how did Andy Dufresne pin the poster back on the wall after escaping? I don't know. My only thing was. It wasn't actually pinned in. He just let it drop and yeah. because he was so good with the walls and rocks. He was able to let it drop and kind of stick to the wall. It, it was pretty light paper, though. You know, I'm, the poster paper back then was not we didn't have these cardboard no. or kind of vinyl, you know? Yeah. So how did that? Pin back I don't in? Know. That's a good question. I never really thought about that because it's tightly in there. I mean, yeah, it's in there. I mean, he throws the rocks through it. You need to ask Stephen King that. We'll have to ask. Right. Find out. Yeah. He'll Rita tell you exactly. Maybe it's more in the book. I don't remember. So it could be. <laughs> it's just that one throwaway line. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, next one, I kind of have a big, big of an issue with. This shows up on like every list, but it's Armageddon. If you can get past the movie itself and think the movie's a plot hole, but uh, wouldn't it be easier to have astronauts drill uh, than to teach drillers to fly into space? Uh, and Ben Affleck brought this up and Michael yeah. Bay told him to shut up. Um, it's a very good question, but also there are plenty of specialists like teachers and things like that, that have no flight experience that go into space all the time. They're just with a crew of astronauts. Yeah. So not that ridiculous based on that alone. What they should have done is have like, you know, like they should have sent two shuttles up right away full of the best of the best astronauts. Right. And they blew up or something like that. And they're like, well, that was it. And like, then there'd be, okay, we got to do something quick. That's a and great quick. Point. I mean, six weeks of teaching drillers in a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
what to do. <laughs> That's a great point, though, to have like the best of the best go up, like the right stuff. You something. Know? Now, that probably would have run, you know, people were like, would be upset, like, it was like, oh, it's too close to Challenger and all the others, you know, but, um, right. but that would have been something or, or maybe right. just maybe instead of the, the or well, they didn't car. blow up. Maybe they're like, something happened. They ran out of fuel and they were stuck in <laughs> orbit, you know, like maybe not have them die right away. The gas leak at NASA and there's just a big mess. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good point though. Here's one. I cannot wrap my head around any explanation, Robert. Okay. Ocean's 11, the original George Clooney uh, or the remake or not the original. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not the original, but the, the first one of the, the remake trilogy. Uh, we're told that the fake SWAT team, if you remember the scene where they swap yep. the money out of the vault, um, they, they swap them out for bags of escort flyers. But how did they get the bags down there in the first place? Nobody can seen, be seen carrying them in when the, the SWAT team arrives. They just appear. I don't, I don't know. I haven't watched that movie in a while. Usually in movie t- things, they just spin their jacket around. And in the reverse, the jacket is like, it's, and the jacket is now a bag. And you're like, oh, how clever, you know. How clever. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I need to. There's probably all the oceans movie. You you really have to take a big uh, gulp of <laughs> non-reality to. Right. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. like, don't think about it. Just watch the movie. Yeah. Just and enjoy laugh. it. Yeah. The oceans movie. I think at least the first one spent uh, quite a bit of time with attention to detail. That that was kind of a big one, but um, I don't know. But it's, it's enjoyable. Though. You like the movie? Yeah. Yeah. No, I it's actually kind of enjoyed the series. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, in one way or the other, and actually, I kind of enjoyed Oceans Eight. I didn't really, I don't think, I only saw it once. But and some of those, they're really not multiple viewing movies. But agreed. Uh, next one I thought of, Robert, is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. We learn that Obi Wan Kenobi has taken it upon himself to protect Luke Skywalker from Darth Vader, from Anakin. Uh, how how does he plan to do that, Robert, by keeping his surname? Skywalker and taking him to Darth Vader's home planet of Tatooine, of course. Uh, I argue that it's based solely on the prequel itself that this thing happened. You know, the prequels canceled out a lot of the logic of the first one. Yes. Um, which kind of ruined a lot of the plot lines. So I don't know. I have nothing. Entire scenes don't make sense anymore. Uh, because Darth <laughs> Vader wouldn't look there because he's too cocky. Or... I don't know. Like they didn't have they didn't have Google. It was, it was a long time ago, so there wasn't. There's no Google. Find a Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> um, How do you find it? Yeah, and and maybe it'll be explained in the new uh, Kenobi series. But yeah, it was one of those like, well, he was nearby, uh, so he, I guess he was kind of looking out, even though he didn't really. I don't know if they've met before or not. He, they didn't seem to. No. Have met. Um, I don't think so. And same thing with kind of Kenobi being a. And a jackass like I don't remember any robot. And like RTD2 is like, what the? F- I'm. <laughs> we were on many adventures together, Mister Kenobi. <laughs> Mister Kenobi. Um. But um, yeah, and I, I had more. My issue was like, how old is uh, when they drop off um little Luke to uh, uh Uncle Ben? Is that his name? Yeah. I, I forget. I forget the uncle's is name. It? It's it's not Ben, obviously. Um, no. Uncle Owen, um, Uncle Ben's the rice. Uh, uh, he Spider-Man. seems pretty young, you know, because this is about you know eighteen years young. or whatever. And Tatooine has got—I know it's it's bad on the skin, but whew, he ages quite a bit. Yeah, 
they really sped up the the time the body clock for that guy. yeah aunt baru oh she she was the years weren't kind <laughs> they weren't i was like what they need to uh use some of moisturizer. that moisture farming on their own skin yeah <laughs> not yeah, don't sell it all so some cucumbers on the eye whatever you got to do it makes me think uh well now now that's not true anymore because they explained but uh it makes me thought like oh or jawas just people that have been on tattooing a long time <laughs> It's a really long time. And they've shrunk down uh yeah. lack of moisture. Yeah, they're withered from all the Yeah, sun. and you best not look at their face. So but that Sorry. will all this will all be explained in Kenobi, I'm sure. Yes, they're gonna cover all the all the, the plots, bottles. Um, I have Toy Story. Okay, great movie. Why does Buzz Lightyear to pretend to be a toy if he really doesn't think he's a toy? You remember when somebody walks in, Andy comes in, boom, they're all playing dead. If he really thinks he's a true astronaut, why isn't he looking around? And aside from the plot of the story being fun, <laughs> I think it's because he can blend in. You know, he's like, he's trying to escape and protect himself. So if everyone else is playing dead. There could be danger. He's going to play. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If, if we're going to go you down that saying, route, does, do, do they have memory zaps when, I mean, their batteries have to be replaced at some point. <laughs> like, did I, did I just die for a minute? <laughs> did I just <laughs> Did I just die for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Reset buttons and like, why is my voice slower the older I get? You know, <laughs> what's wrong no, here? Do <laughs> uh, okay, I have uh, Back to the Future. Great franchise, <laughs> great film. How come Marty's parents don't recognize their son as the guy that brought them together in the fifties? Years later, after he's born. Well, let me think, because I was trying to think if I saw, well, that would be the opposite. George and Lorraine. Yeah. They have a so kid and they're like, if, uh, if I saw my 17 year old self right now, I think I would recognize me. You know what I mean? Like, right. I was just kind of thinking kind of familiar, like, how would you kind of, rec- you know, obviously I don't have a <laughs> kid, but you know, like, wait a second. And there's, I'm sure, it was the fifties, but I'm sure there's pictures somewhere like that is Mark, you know, like, and then, or George would be right. like, who, who else did you to, you know, <laughs> maybe yeah. because he was wearing a hat and they weren't taking actual photographs of him maybe. that they forget. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, if I was George, I'd be more concerned. I'm like, did you, sleep you, with? you hooked up with Marty after high school because our kid looks exactly like right. you know that's the thing it's don't like, act happened? like you never we, we don't act like we never saw him again there's a big bolt of lightning and he disappeared you obviously nothing <laughs> was calvin klein and you were getting it on had been seeing him um right yeah there could be a whole there should be a comic book about that so oh by the way did you see the commercial i think it's for well because i don't remember it it could be anything and it won't make sense <laughs> but uh, i think it's geico it's geico and they have the Twin Pines Mall in the background. Uh, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, they have the words Twin Pines Mall. Uh, and I'm like, huh. And it, the, the commercial has nothing to do with time travel or back to the future. Somebody just crowbarred that in. I'm like, just I wonder a little, if the editor just like threw that in there just a to little, be cool. A little yeah. thing to be funny. So It's not obvious. It's, yeah. But it's just funny. Like somebody crowbarred it in. Anyway, maybe things and also to so some of these people, I know they had pictures of like what Lorraine is supposed to look like <laughs> in the future and what she actually looks like now. And I'm like, well, she doesn't look <laughs> so age. She doesn't look Amber ish No, not, not at all. It's funny. But uh, it's the same thing with Crispin Glover. Like they 
kind of looked pretty good, you know. Yeah, yeah. He Crispin Glover did, did look good. He did. He, yeah, did. he, he became super annoying, but yeah, otherwise. Got a little crazy on Letterman. Ooh, yeah. Watch out. Uh, next, I have friends. Plot hole, and I will answer for you, listeners. How can these oh. 20-something-year-olds afford that apartment in the Upper West Side? You can all say the same thing about Seinfeld or any show in New York. But I answer. Monica specifically says in the first episode, the apartment is rent-controlled, and if anyone asks, if anyone asks, she's an 80-year-old woman, which means she applied, it could be for Section 8, it could be for assistance, whatever it is, she got that down, and they covered that in the first episode. Well, maybe we can have a prequel. You know, better call Monica. <laughs> Monica's arrested for fraud. We could see all that. Yeah, so that would be, and this was all... <laughs> This is all her prison. She had seven years in prison. And this is the story she wrote while she was in prison. And just like that. Just and just like that. Which uh, I did. did, did you, are you plowing through it? I plowed through it. It's done. Um, that's all I can say. Actually, they, I, I, after I watched uh, and just like that, the documentary, which is about an hour and a half behind the scenes, was actually much more interesting than the series itself really yeah and you, uh, you were complaining about it last show it was like uh, it was like too spot on i was like this is not going well and there's literally some new characters in there that people have their pitchforks out because she's so awful and it was an awful character it was just like horrible what? to watch it just yeah um but yeah on so subplots. I, I think this confirms that we'll never see an, any more of these characters again yeah they're done yeah this was yeah. the last hurrah. Did yeah. it work? Yeah. And they did. Uh, it was not too obvious. I mean, a little bit, obviously they cut out Mr. Big at the end. He was supposed to show up again in the yeah. final scene and he's gone. So read that he's done. Yep. Uh, Robert, give, let, let me come up with an answer for this one. Plot hole. Edward Scissorhands. Where'd he get the ice from? All that ice to sculpt. He, he couldn't order it online. Uh, he didn't really know how to use a phone to have it delivered. Where did this ice come from? Uh, you talking about at his house? His house in the mansion. Well, it was up on the man. It was in a mountain, so uh, it's much colder. Um, a couple thousand feet out. The blocks of ice. Like, where yeah. do the blocks come from? It's really cold up there. I have a theory. <laughs> Lots about more. What okay, what, what is your theory? He was invented. His father could clearly invent an ice machine. Maybe there was a big ice machine that produced blocks of ice. Is so, that where not was plausible? The- I'm not sure. Where did the ice show up in the movie? Though? I don't remember now. Opening scene, he has the block or opening act with oh, the blocks of ice. God, and he's that's doing right. Sculptures. Oh, that's he's right. He's done doing we, tons of sculptures. And we have Renona Ryder talking an old person voice. Because that's what she just knows. This is what Renona talks like in 2022. <laughs> Beetlejuice when they're all get they're aging in front of them and their jaw falls. I expected her jaw to just fall. You, uh, you kids, he's always you whippersnappers. Edward's up there. Now that I'm sure when current Winona is older than the Winona that was in the <laughs> supposedly oh, yeah, at the beginning like of Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, but and maybe she does talk a little bit like that, like this. But uh, <laughs> so funny. Why do we at the end? Those are Here's like the oh, crucible. Yeah, um, yeah. Why anyway? Um, but, uh, but I don't know. May, I don't. I don't know. I have to think more about that, but. Okay, here's one. This one I can't wrap my head around. Transformers, the first that, one. That's all you need to say. Yeah, that's it. Transform- Transformers. How is this possible? Transformers. That's done. 
So the Decepticons, they can hack. Uh, do you remember the, the item, the glasses they need? It's on eBay. Barely. This was a one viewing movie for me that I As tried to should I tried to I tried to sleep through in the theater, but it was too loud. As it should be. As it should be a one. It's a terrible movie. But there's a <laughs> pair of sunglasses that they need to get to complete the quest. And they're listed on eBay. They can't get on eBay. They need to come to Earth and get a proxy <laughs> to get it. But they have no problem hacking into the United States military's computer with ease. Not a big deal. But eBay is a stretch. They can't do that. Actually, knowing the way our government works, I would think that eBay was probably harder to get into <laughs> or than our military account. infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. Right. The way it's set up, it was probably with ease. Were these Tony Stark sunglasses or what? What was going on? Yeah, there were remember. some kind of special yeah. sunglasses that, yeah, something like that. But it's, it's dumb. Mm. Uh, last plot hole I have here is uh, Independence Day. Okay. Uh, the, and there was a, there was a reason for this. Um, the brainwave uh, on how to disarm the mothership. What happened? Remember David and yeah. Will Smith's characters. Uh, Steven are in the um, the mothership, and they have the computer. How could a Mac without Wi-Fi be compatible with this extraterrestrial ship? And the answer is a deleted scene. There was a scene that shows Goldblum messing around with the computer to make it compatible with the alien technology. And, and that they just had they had cut that out for time. I don't know why they cut it out. It might have been time, but they did cut it out because Roland Emmerich knew that would be ridiculous, and they would have to explain <laughs> that. But it ended up, it did end up getting cut, which is bizarre. Yeah, probably for time or pacing, but probably. Um, I'm surprised they didn't have a 12 year old saying, "Wait a second, <laughs> I know this system," and <laughs> is, you know, <laughs> you name it, we got it. <laughs> um, yeah. There, there was a lot of actually now computer things that were like, how did they manage What's that? that? There's a lot of computer things that, that happened in that movie. I'm like, how did they manage? You know, now can you imagine David showing up at the White House and waving? Like, <laughs> Hi, I'm breaching national security on a felony, on a felonious level. Ah, oh, David, come on in. Yes, just yeah. the doors open. <laughs> Not to mention the White House, there's no like, street you can pull up next to it where you can see somebody waving like it's pretty far back from any road yeah well it used to be relative it used to be a street street so um but i don't think it's been in that and i don't know if it was still like that in 96 probably not but no no it was like that yeah. until like five years ago it was trump yeah. that put it into that but before yeah i think at one point they started blocking off this walkway only and then yeah but yeah i'm not sure but and we want to go into Independence Day's resurgence—is that what it's called? Surgence. Oh, that's a Oof. that's a can't look away from me. I know you had it, and I was like, that—that that was my first Alamo movie ever. Really? Yeah, I was down in Texas, and I, it was like super hot, and I'm like, I just need I need a cool theater, and and of course they're the home of the Alamo, the Texas is. So I'm like, oh, I better I'll check how this works out, and I was like. Oh, they bring your food too, and they're talking or texting. I'm like, oh, are all Alamo movies like that? <laughs> but for Independence Day, Independence Day Resurgence, that was your first one. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, but uh, they're probably better movies too. <laughs> what was your second one, Jurassic World? <laughs> no, it was. It was good and bad in a different way. It was Alien and Aliens. Alien, how it was an original print. <laughs> 
which really? sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an original 1979. Oh, so it's print. all grainy and choppy. Everything was the entire thing was pink. <laughs> they show that. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, oh, this is not. And the soundtrack was, you know, these were mono times was oh, so yeah. tinny, cringy, blasting out of these speakers. And I was like, oh, I can't. I can't. Why would they butcher a, a screening like that? I know they should have. And so I was like, because at the time it's like, oh, a, a film print. Yeah. And then uh, we, we stayed for part of Aliens. And my friend was like, I can't. I can't do this. I got to go. So there's a reason I, they digitally cleaned those up over a few years. You know? Yeah. So I don't know if it's supposed to be kind of a special thing. I remember many years ago, I saw uh, an original print of Carrie and it was in decent shape. But, it, you know, you forget when you watch these print films, it was like bloop, frames missing and. Oh, yeah. Real cuts and stuff like that. Or that now we're just like, whoa, my God, you know, like how, how did distracting. They, did they put up the disclaimer on the screen? That's like missing frame here. You know, I think yeah, they just like. <laughs> And the first, the top, you know, the first uh, 20 seconds of each frame is all dirty and stuff like that. Then it cleans itself up. And yeah. um, so you kind of miss those days a little bit. I mean, not miss, miss, but we like to have our films kind of nice and clean. Which, speaking what? of, I heard Titanic is finally coming out on 4K. Oh, yeah. 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 Titanic is. Yep. And The Godfather 50th anniversary is coming out February 25th gotcha. uh, this month. One time only in AMC theaters and then come into 4K, which is going to be great. Nice. The alien screening, was it was the hue really like pinkish? It was. It was <laughs> like as you know, the opening scene, it's all it's supposed to be it's white and whatever. It yeah, was yeah. pink. Oh. And then um the re- the dark movies were it was like faded too. So oh, it wasn't dark, dark. And I was just like, and between that and the screen, you know, like so they go to the planet, you know, it's like the wind or whatever and it was almost like i'm like i can't sit here and listen to and do it yeah i even How was wore my i wore my stompers to the, that show <laughs> as you? well i did yeah i was like you have to yeah um aliens was good and i, I would have stayed for it but my friend he, he just like i can't i can't do this but i was i was excited because i had not seen it on the big screen since 1986 couldn't do it because it was like kind of a long day i think so and it was just like you know we just we just have to a pink a alien. School, yeah, it was school night, and I was just like, "It's like I guess, I guess we're done." So, but yeah, we got um, nice Ripley shirts and stuff like that. I should have worn that tonight. Oh wow! But um, but yeah, so usually some of those kind of movie parties come with little extras like that. Saw the movie uh, Alien way back when I was a kid. I was too young to watch it because um, my mother would talk about it like, "Oh, Alien was like the scariest movie I saw," you know, and. Uh, they eventually relented and like let me watch it. And um, I was in Florida and I saw I was playing the video game in an arcade at a Disney hotel for aliens. And they showed cutscenes from the movie. And I was like, I, I didn't even know this movie existed. <laughs> um, and I think I got a hold of it. At, like I was like 12 or something. Yeah. Um, and it like changed my life. I was like, this is like the coolest thing ever. Like there's Marines in space, like attacking these things. Like this is so cool. Um, it, it was completely different than alien. Which yeah. You can have an argument for which one is better either way, but this uh, time it's war. This time it's war. It was badass. And yeah, then I, Alien I rem- 3 came along. I know. I remember opening night. I've talked about that before. So I, I remember going to, uh, it was called Indian Hills Theater. And it was a. Oh, you talked about that. Yes. Yeah. Cinemascope Theater. I mean, it had one of those rounded screens, huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how big the screen was. Um, so that was the way to see it. Um, and oh, it was I was thing. Yeah, opening night. It's it's 
nobody's seen it yet. It's just kind of like concerts and stuff like that. And we were just like, I was floored. I was like, this is. You're talking about aliens you saw in the theater? I I did. Originally? Yep. I was 16. Yeah. What a lucky guy. I I think I was lucky growing up in the 80s to see some of these first run films in the theater. Best decade for film ever. Yeah. And before they became a thing, you know, seeing Raiders Lost Ark opening weekend before it was kind of a thing, you know. Saw that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a, like a treat. Did you know it was something special when you watched it or was it just Um, a fun movie? It was just kind of a, I knew after the movie at the the time I was confused of what we were going to see because you saw the poster and I was like, you know, I was like, I was what, 11. So I'm like, I, it's Han Solo, I know, but um, I wasn't quite sure what (laughs) this was about, you know. And we saw that was one of those three movie days, you know, where we just went, parents dropped us off at the theater. And, and I do remember coming home and our parents were next door. And I was, I was like, let's talk about how great this Raiders of the Lost Ark movie was and whatever. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Now it's just like, I don't know how you did thing. it without yeah. like not needing a diaper because of freaking, freaking out. In <laughs> purse, uh, well, obviously, all those, the original Star Wars I saw, I saw in the theater. That's pretty cool. During first run. So, yeah, I vividly remember. Well, I remember seeing Star Wars, of course, uh, and that, as a seven year old. But uh, I remember Empire Strikes Back. I was the anticipation uh, waiting for that movie to start. I mean, you can't imagine. Couldn't. The only thing I think I ever got close to that was Jurassic. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Gotcha. What a letdown. I mean, I was like angry. I was angry. I was like, how do you go from that to this? And I was a young kid. I was like 16. I was like, this should be, even I know as like a dumb kid, this needs to be better. Yeah. What was that? That that was my wait for that movie. That was my Superman three. Like, oh, Superman two was so good. The third one's going to be even better. But speaking of, this just came. It's a Richard Pryor. Superman nice. for comic book. You got it? <laughs> yes. Wow. I had not opened piece. it yet, so um, I'm anxious to see. Is uh, that an original print? It is, yeah. Oh, so. that's so cool. Well, I think they only printed it once. <laughs> yeah, that was it. They're like, done. <laughs> no, nobody, done. nobody was buying it, so. That is so cool. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be, maybe that'll be my reading tonight. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Before we go, you have a uh, quick time for, time for a quick blind man's bluff. Oof! Yeah, I forgot you were. You threatened well, to do this. Yeah, you can. You can deny, Robert. No, go ahead, bring it on. Okay, listeners. Set dash jetter.com. Also set jetter.com. Robert's site. Blind man's bluff. I have a random number of letter generator here. Whatever it picks will correspond with a listing. Is listing the right word? Sure. Yeah. Okay. With a listing or an entry on Robert's site, which we're going to randomly pull up, and Robert's going to take us through that page entry. So, for example, a one could be arachnophobia the first one of a whatever that is so gotcha blind man's bluff robert i'm going to do it again all right and it's counting down in four i don't know why there's a countdown for this, but there is <laughs> to add suspense this one might be tough p2 okay all right so we're going to go to setgesture.com <laughs> p2 what could it be i don't know i'm Let's looking it out. up right now all right sharing the screen Let's see here. The big list. A lot of P's. P2 is Pandemonium. Pandemonium, 1982. So 40th anniversary coming up in just a few months. A topical choice then. Yes. 
Um, so this oh, was a- Sorry to interrupt you. I yeah. apologize. I have to read the, the entry, the oh, opening. Uh, if you're a child from the 80s, you're well familiar with pandemonium as it seemed to run nonstop on cable for months on end. It didn't age too well, but still has its charms. Today marks the anniversary for the film, released April 2nd, 1982. Back to you, Robert. Pandemonium. So it's kind of, it was a horror spoof of some, not, it wasn't National Lampoon or anything like that, but um, it's kind of a horror spoof of, so we're already, by 82, they already kind of were jumping on that uh, thing. And so I should update this because uh, the blue, I just got the Blu-ray a couple months ago, so I could have some better screenshots, but, oh. uh, um, but yeah, so they shot this at, mostly at USC Ooh. and I actually went back. To, I tried to go back to USC uh, during one of my last visits, um, but it was all locked up. They wouldn't let you on. There, there was no school, and it was everything. Gates were locked. You couldn't even get on campus. So I don't Weird. know if that's a new COVID thing or or what. But yeah, maybe. So yeah, so I got it into my. Uh, I wanted to find these buildings. This was also in Freddy's Dead location. Yeah, so the you know the tower that they see uh, yes. is kind of you can I think you can almost see it from from this location. Prince of Darkness buildings were shot not too far from here. Oh, uh, you may recognize the House of Bad Pies. I um, know this well, right in North Hollywood. <laughs> and it's no longer that anymore. Uh, obviously, it's no longer House of Pies, but it's no longer a bar, and now it's something else. And they've renovated it again. It's not even pink, I don't think so. Uh, was this in the same location though? No. So they moved it oh, to, okay. to this, the new location is right by the uh, Academy of uh, Music or our Academy of Television, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, re- I know where the new location is. Yeah. This just looks different because they moved. Yeah. It. They did move it. So it was in a different location. So it might've been a little okay. historical. So, and of course the Hollywood forever cemetery used in quite a few things. And of course. Um, and Carol Kane <laughs> and judge right on stars in the movie. Oh, sweet. So pandemonium, uh, I've never seen it. It's a good movie. Uh it's <laughs> it's a watch. <laughs> That's not good, is it? Uh well, I have it on Blu-ray. What do you th- what do you think about that? So well then it's a watch. Yeah. It's it has it. like it has little cameos. Um Ellen Burson uh plays Carol Kane's mom and, and there's they have a carry moment. But it's a good carry moment because they uh they're in the bus stations and that Ellen Burst is like said something about her um, people will be looking at your dirty pillows and she goes those aren't dirty pillows mom these are dirty pillows and, and this guy is holding them and says they're not pillows dirty pillows they're breasts or something and then he <laughs> walks away but that's Carrie's teacher in the original Carrie is the actor um, so I thought it was kind of that's a so meta, a meta cool. moment happening there yeah 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 it's colliding that's pretty cool yeah so pandemonium um, yeah. I like that page. Do you Which, want to do one more? Yeah, go for it. These are fun. Uh, these are like one of my favorite things to do ever outside of the show and in the show. I'm just a and, fan. and usually find my spelling errors. <laughs> I'm a fan. That's how I met Robert. I'm a fan. So we could do this all day, but I'll, I'll do one more. Is that OK? Yep. OK, Robert. Uh, let me restart the generator. Counting down. C8. OK. E, what letter? C8. C. Oh, hopefully there's enough C's. No, Otherwise, no. we'll just do the. We'll just a. go back until it lands right. on it. Okay. So I C8. do have a lot of C's. C. Well, it's like X5. Two, three, you have four, five, six, seven, eight. Oof. 2013, everybody. <laughs> the. Or I'll let you read what you want. Uh, I'll just say. 
while it tr- was trumpeted, while it was trumpeted as a new version closer to the novel, there was so much lifted from the original screenplay that Lawrence D. Cohn was given credit in the film. A much longer cut was used at test screenings, but the theatrical version was heavily edited for a delayed release. Why was it delayed? Um, I think they weren't happy with it, so they kind of pushed okay. it. Yeah, so it's one of those either killed in editing or tried to be better in editing. I don't, I don't know what happened to it, but I, I remember reading about that. So, Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so we're talking about Carrie, the 2013 version, yeah. uh, the th- third film on car- incarnation of Carrie. Behind the miniseries and the original. I'm sorry, behind the Rage and the original. Correct. Right, okay. Well, the Rage and the original, and then the two, the, the other, the mini, the, yeah. That was in 2001, right? 2002, yep. 2002. Yeah, so this one, um, so yeah, Carrie's house has changed quite a bit. Um, the owners, <laughs> I, they changed quite, I don't know, they must love actually the house. They changed, I can't believe how much they changed. They moved the door and it, they, they moved ex- like an it, entire wing. Like, yeah, and it, it's weird because at first I was like, is this the right house? And it was. Um, and then the, the parents of the owner of the house were walking by as I was taking pictures, asking what I was doing. Um, oh really? <laughs> yeah, it was just like straight. It was like a weird kind of coincidence. Did they know, or did you have to? Explain? Yeah, yeah, and they're like, yeah, they they did a lot of renovations. And I'm like, all right, because I'm like, it, you really wouldn't know until you look at the houses next door and stuff like that that it's the same house. But yeah, yeah, you can see, but that is a lot. Yeah, I'd be one of those close, but no cigar. So, right. um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I didn't go to the pool to shoot. Um, <laughs> some people are against that, so I <laughs> shunned upon. Did, did not go to there, so but I did go to the the high school, um, or in Canada, they call them secondary schools. Um, so this is in Toronto, and if I remember, this is, and there's Judy Greer. She's making a career out of showing up in yeah. horror films. Um, Was this the, using anything else, Robert? I'm sorry, the secondary um, school? I don't think so. It, the Toronto schools, a lot of them look like that. <laughs> Okay, because um, I always the, think it's from Final Destination or, or, no, or The Legend or something. Yeah, no, they all kind of have that look, uh, okay. especially in Toronto's, um, so like that. So, um, so, and then I'm a completist, so I do all these weirdo shots. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, Castle Rock obviously is doing pretty well with all these kind of skyscrapers. <laughs> yeah, not messing around. Yeah, like uh, Castle Rock has grown up. It has grown up. Um, so this is kind of more of the house, nothing too exciting. Uh, I did get on the football field. I'm not sure how that happened, but. And this was in, in the same at the school. Yeah. So this is the same school. And I think if I remember that all, they shot all of it at that same, uh, same school. Beauty Greer was a good choice for the gym teacher too. This is whatever yeah. her name was. I thought she was good. Um, they moved, Jardin. Yeah. It was Miss Collins. It was Mr. Jardin in the novel and then Miss Collins in the original movie and then back to the novel version. Yeah, I thought she was a good choice. Yeah. But uh, you're right. When you look at the front of the school, this looks like a lot of Canadian schools. It does. And college, That's probably colleges. why I'm thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's Ugly Carrie. <laughs> ugly Carrie. Yeah. Um, and then I did go so to. Yeah. <laughs> that, that she was considered like an ugly. Yeah. It was one. like, oh, the ugly duckling. So right. this is the, uh, they weren't open. Otherwise I probably would have gone inside to try to do drag cleaners. Um, that's, that's awesome that you found it though. Cause 
was the exterior in the movie or you just didn't? um no um i think my only clue was that across the street you kind of see the red and white um things i think that's all i had to go for <laughs> oh got it yeah so don't good, ask good me how call. I, I yeah don't ask me how i found that some of these I, once i find them then i can't remember but sometimes it's just like a lot of blood sweat and google street views to, to get through so which pam and tommy i can't wait to see that entry <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I, I I found quite a few already. So a lot yeah. of them are pretty, pretty apparent on kind of where they're at. A lot of them Van Nuys. Uh, I haven't seen anybody post locations for that yet, though. No, the um, uh, it took me a while to find the uh, the mansion. Um, but then they, you could see part of the address um, when I was watching. And, and then I, it is in a gated community. So I won't you won't be able to access the, the mansion. Oh, but if you need me to get any locations for it and take some pictures, let me know. OK, I'll let you know. Even if it's the gated one, I'll send the yeah. drone. In. You, you'll find a way. I was like, Ugh. but um, uh, so yeah, electric company. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just here for the Pam and Tommy house. Guilty. Uh, so, this is the yeah. same house. Uh, yeah, so same yeah. house. Um, and I think you could go down a little bit more. I'm trying to think. There's probably more exciting locations. So, um, the the front of the school, and then just kind of where she. Yeah, they used to actually the the entrance yeah. to the prom is on the side of the school. I could not figure out where it was. If you go up a little bit, sorry. Um, but I was like, the that's shot? not, yeah. I was like, where is that? You would think looking at the oh. movie, this is the front of the school, but it's not. It's, it's not. Uh, it's like the gym entrance or something. Yeah. So it took me a while to kind of figure that out or walking around. Yeah, I'm finding it. Toronto. Uh, trying to find the spot where Carrie landed. <laughs> As she this is where they try to through. run away from her, right? And she like goes to town. Yeah, and then she walks through town, and yeah, I mean, which which she does in the novel. Um, so some things they kind of went back to the novel and picked them up, and some things they just stole directly from the first movie. True. Yeah, um, so. this shot's always cool. Yeah, so no, th- this is where like there's thing on paper. This looks like it should all work, and they had you know interesting ways to do it, and it looked good, but it just wasn't. Yeah, wasn't wasn't it, meshing right. It didn't have the heart, you know. I thought agreed. Yeah, yep. like I didn't Did really care, care about Carrie. Uh, you care about Sissy Spacek, and you feel heartbroken for her. Uh, that I do. I did like the Billy. Not I'm sorry, not the Billy. Um, Tommy Ross in this version. Yes. Uh, I uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't feel for Carrie though. The heart wasn't there. Not really. Yeah. You're like, you oh. know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this is the was gas station, but it was it was just a, actually a mechanic. Uh, garage in real life but they put some uh yeah she's about to get pwned yeah oof that was kind of brutal but that was brutal she deserved it you get the yeah there you go <laughs> yeah you <got> <laughs> that's what you get these were practical effects yeah so that's yeah. where obviously explosions and stuff like that and if you see behind the scenes there was a lot a lot of practical that they did which is good but and sometimes that just makes the cgi stick out a little bit more so great um, do you own this movie I do not. Do you, do do you ever not. revisit it or is this? I have not. This, this is the first time I've kind of <laughs> looked at these. Oh, really? Yeah. But I do own, I don't, pro- I want wardrobe from this movie, which I think I have pictures of. Um, and I actually, I, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I met Chloe uh, when she was young. I might have a picture of her, um, but I didn't, she was like young. I didn't get a picture with her. I didn't realize she would just kind of take off into a, uh, so I have some prom things. I have a few of Billy Nolan's outfits. Well, that's so cool. Yeah. You have the shoes? I have, yeah. The, the, the prom, like this guy's prom outfit comes with everything. So shoes, wow. tie, 
Um, Billy, Billy Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, I was actually wearing it. I don't think I could anymore. <laughs> that is so cool. How did it's the just, shoes fit? Uh, yeah, so everything fit. For some reason, I didn't think it would. And I'm like, I was like, you, you caught me on a thin day. So I have his jacket and all that sorts so of cool. stuff. That is so cool. That's a nice yeah. shot. Yeah. You still have them, obviously. I still do. Yeah. So and there's Chloe. Um, even, even young, you could tell she was pretty <laughs> actressy. Yeah, she was. She knew how to play the game. Yeah, the boots. Fur coat, your faux fur coat and boots or whatever. So, this is at Slam Dance. Yeah, yep. Which you're going through right now? Uh, well, trying to. <laughs> we've we've watched a couple. Really, there were some duds. This, yeah, it's not as exciting. Um, so Slam Sundance, we watched 21 plus or so, yeah. and we had a couple Slam Dance walkouts where we we watched a good 15 minutes. I'm like, this is not going to get better. Oh, be you know. Bad. If you have a shot of somebody standing in the woods for over a minute, kind of staring, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not wasting time. No. 15 minutes I'm like, staring. Yeah, I like, Can you play this at time and a half? Because, uh, <laughs> and there's another movie where it was like literally as slow as possible. Like there was like <sighs> six mirrors that they had out and they picked them all one up at a time, you know, to put them in a bag. And then oh. later they put them all out. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, Nothing is happening. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. And I don't want to feel like I'm a t- typical American film goer because, you know, I've liked films. You're not. Yeah. So yeah. We, did watch, we did watch all the way through a documentary, uh, which was really good. So usually documentaries you can't go wrong with. There's always. What was good. the documentary on? Um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember the title of it. But um, so it's uh, following um, parents in uh, New York uh, where their, uh, their child is born with down syndrome and so we're trying to work within the school system to get them in a uh non-segregated classroom so they're he's with other students whatever oh wow it's one of those it's it's infuriating i mean you're just watching all the energy that they're going through to make this happen whatever um and then there's i love i love the scene at the end because they're uh they're on with a school administrator on zoom and she goes oh i just need to pause this one second and then and she gets up and walks away and they have this caption that says she didn't know she didn't un, she did not mute her microphone and you hear her talking uh, about like well this is what the parent you know whatever and then she came back and she goes well i'm sorry we're gonna have to and there's also a lawyer on the line saying were you talking to somebody else about this case she's like no no i'm talking to you guys and i'm just like so it's infuriating and of course they go through the captions uh you know at the end you know and said you know a year later uh the student was still denied of being able to go into a joint and it was just like it's just infuriating and yeah it just shows how you're at the mercy of these made-up systems oh yeah yeah made-up systems and it's infuriating not only for parents so you know children with down syndrome but other you know disorders and 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 things that you know kids have have happened to them and it's just like you're basing your information off of like some law from the 60s like work with us yeah you know Uh, so, and I'm just like, Ooh, I can't wait for this movie to come out. So <laughs> yeah, I'll be curious to see that. That's really interesting. Everybody will Facebook her and let her have it, or maybe well, she'll yeah, be she'll suspended be or she'll be on administrative or actually probably nothing will happen. So um, oh, I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. I don't know. But you know, yeah. as my sister and I were watching, I'm like, you know what? Nebraska, New York is, should be better with their school system, but I wouldn't be surprised if Nebraska is even, you know, worse. There's never know uh, lots of worse things out there. So that's true. Yeah, so it, it, I liked it. It gets you riled up in the wrong way, you know, but you got but it. Did its there's, job. There's, yep. Effective. And I yeah. also got to see a sneak preview. Actually, I probably shouldn't be talking about. So every once in a while, Amazon gives you a uh, watch this movie and give us your opinion for 10 bucks. And so 
Uh, it was a Chris Pine, Sandy Way Newton movie, which was okay. Just I okay. won't say that. I won't say the title, but yeah. But it was, it was good, not great. Uh, it was okay. Okay. Like they had enough. There was kind of a semi twist near the end. I'm like, oh, okay, because otherwise I'm like, what? What are they doing with this movie? I couldn't quite tell. But okay. um, but usually Sandy Way and Newton and um, Chris Pine, you can't go wrong. Yeah, with, so. I think they're both great actors. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like it, they needed some more plot to it. So need a little more oomph. Yeah. So maybe they'll fix it in editing. By maybe the time make you it see more it. like the movie Pandemonium. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why, why, let's make this a spoof. <laughs> let's hire Bruce Willis and interject him across the table. Um, and that he'll say some lines and it will be totally different cinematography, but it, it'll work. We'll give him $5 million for the yes. day and that's it. And that'll be it. It'll be the Bruce Willis and then featuring Chris Pine and Sandy Wayne. <laughs> With Sandy Wayne. <laughs> let's call it Die Hard. On the shore. All right. Well, yeah. Keep me. Uh, keep us. Po- I don't know what you're keeping us posted on. Let me know when you can reveal the name of that movie. Yes, I'll be I will. I will do that. So. All right. Uh, that'll be your show tonight, Robert. Unless you had anything else. Yeah, I'm good. You have spent the last hour or so listening to the best show on the internet, and that is Set Jetter Saturdays. People, don't forget to check out Robert's website at setjetter.com. And next time we will see you on the set. <laughs>